Welcome back to the JJK Chronicles, a Jujutsu Kaisen podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chad. And I'm Ronnie. And today, what we're covering is Season 2, Episode 21, Metamorphosis. Ronnie, what did you think of this episode? Well, obviously, another action-packed episode. This one's very deep, man. I mean, this show right here, it separates the men from the boys, and sometimes I think I'm a boy. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It separates the men from the boys. Sometimes I think I'm a boy. You're calling yourself uh, a pussy, pretty much. No. No? Not at all what I'm saying. Oh, then what what were you saying? I just sometimes worry about my intellect. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, I was worried about you this episode. Okay. There is a lot of stuff thrown our way. A lot of stuff. Yeah. But did you enjoy the episode? Of course I enjoyed the episode. And I did, I mean, I you know, rewatched it, and the second time I felt better about what was going on. Um, but yeah, in the moment, you get so caught up in, I don't know about you, but especially these past few episodes, when it's so action-packed, I forget to read. Oh, I'm, no, it, 100%, it's a lot tougher when you're focused on the fighting. Yeah, yeah, and then I go, oh, wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 I also have to read. Right. Because they're saying very intricate stuff about domains and simple domains and some of the domains are expanding while others are staying simple well i'm gonna need your help on this one since you've got the episode pulled up whenever yeah i've got it right here yeah whenever we're going in detail help a brother out all right uh overheard before the podcast started in the studio and this is how you know that we're trying our best to stay completely immersed into the material let me look up a definition real quick let me make sure i get this definition on yep on fleek. That's not what anyone said. Sorry. Not at I, don't, all. I don't know why I said that. Let's go ahead and start. All right. We're going to start the episode. Let's get right into it. So we're back to crazy Mojito uh, yelling at the top of his lungs. This is the last time that me and you curse each other. Itadori. Uh, the beginning of this episode was so loud and my TV was totally not at an appropriate volume for what was getting ready to come its way that I... I was a little nervous. Like, like dookie your pants? Well, like, I, you know, you start the episode, then I got um, everything ready, situated how I needed it to be to completely immerse myself in the episode. And then I did a panic where I was like, oh my God, where's the, where's the, uh, where's the remote? It's so loud. Someone's going to be like, what are you doing? Yeah. So I'm watching Jujutsu Kaisen. I have a podcast. Check it out. Ronnie and Chad. Patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad. All the links below. Follow us. Did you notice it was loud? No. Okay. You had an appropriate volume? I had an appropriate volume, so I did not notice that. But what I did notice... Just recently that... rented the Taylor Swift uh, at-home movie theater, so we were jamming the other night and had it turned up. Pretty... It's actually pretty reasonable. You know how like you can go to the theater and pay money for it? Yeah. Turns out you can rent it at home for 20 bucks. Hey, you know what is loud, Ronnie, sometimes? What? You. That's who's loud sometimes. When, I'm when you're yelling into the microphone and putting it down your throat almost. Well, okay. hey, I'm not the one who has metal ears and decides to wear the headphones the whole episode and turn it hey, up very loud. It's very loud in my ears. I'm just saying sometimes it's very loud when you get loud. So, you know, keep the podcast interesting. <laughs> you don't just keep it at one level. Well, I do, Ronnie. Okay? Blame blame your metal ears because I know I've had those uh, headphones in my ears and I go, whoa. He's got some ear damage he's dealing with over there. I probably do. I'm going to be an old, decrippled man who can't hear anything. Toto tells him to not forget about him, though. He keeps talking about Itadori. He's leaving Toto out. 
what does Toto do right here? He switches with Itadori while bear hugging. He switches Mahito with Itadori while bear hugging Mahito as soon as the switch happens, not allowing him to touch him. And Yuji goes in for the kill. But no, we got the classic lopping your own head off technique here that Demon Slayer uses quite often. Uh, okay, a couple things th- here. He's going to do this switcheroo move quite a few times. I will never not be impressed that Itadori is ready for it and never skips a beat. Well, they're best of um, friendos. They're brothers. I mean, if you ever questioned their relationship, their um, teamwork, look no further than this episode because, wow, they are in sync much more than we will ever be. Uh, but we're cohorts and they're brothers. Also, the explosion where it just this whole city is masked in transfigury goo gross you know oh yeah just like big eyeballs sticking up out of it just think those were just people playing on their nintendo switches walking around not too long ago and now they're splattered they're a splattered transfigured goo just oh it's so hard to think about life comes stuff. at you fast how many of them do you think are kids we didn't even talk about this. Well, I mean, luckily, you know, it was downtown on Halloween. So I don't think a whole, I mean, if you got a kid down there. Mostly a bunch of drunks. Be a better parent. But yeah, he lops his own head off. And then his body forms like a an alien slash parasite. If you've seen the anime parasite type, Miggy uh, head type thing and. He, yeah, he looks like a prawn, I think is what yeah, it is. That's let me let prawn. me see if that's correct while you keep going. I, think I believe it's a prawn. that's right. But yeah, shit's getting wacky here, okay? We're going on a little mushroom trip almost because Mojito with his lopped off head starts growing limbs, running away, and then turns into like another thing. Yeah, uh, Mr. Headfoot Hand. I got excited Mr. Headfoot for a second. Hand, I was yeah. like, whoa, is this a crossover Chainsaw episode? Chainsaw Man. Uh, you check out our Chainsaw Man coverage. I have a shirt of the infamous infamous Mr. Headfoot Hand. But yeah, he uses soul multiplicity to create a transfigured being that burns through multiple souls at once. I'm going ahead and spoiling that. We find that out later, but I'm going to go ahead and say it because things get a little confusing here. Toto, he surmises that it's likely two to eight on energy efficiency. Okay, split you know, split between Mojito. He's saying Mojito's actual body is the weakened one, the two ratio. Right, right. Um, which is, I don't know how he deduces that so quick. I guess he just is picking up on their cursed energy. The guys that Mojito makes right now, we only see one guy. We will see a few more later. Uh, what did you think of their look? They look like, uh, God, what is that Spy Kids, the evil fingers on Spy Kids? Oh, you're going back to the the evil thumbs on Spy Kids? Yeah, the evil thumbs on Spy Kids. Yeah, you made that reference before. Um, That's what they look like. I mean, that's fine. Those guys scared me, so I always looked away when that part of the movie came on. Movie, by the way, not a film. And the other thing that I thought is I feel like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles should be fighting them. Yes. I don't know why I feel that, but just like their general look, it seems like the Teenage Mutant, Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo, and Leonardo, got them all, I'm a true fan, would have to take down like 37 of these before they could get okay. to uh, the real bad guys. Right. They look like sewer villains. Kind yes. Of. Yeah. That's a That's good way to put mean. it. Yeah, yeah. In their little jumpsuit. 
So he's making sure that his brother crushes the main body, though. He'll take on the transfigured beings while uh, Itadori fights Mahito. But what happens here is that he starts fighting this thing, and this thing absolutely wrecks him, sending him flying through buildings. Okay, just walls crashing in, windows splattering. He's going 400 meters away, hitting the concrete, the pavement. And then he just gets up and says, I'm just getting warmed up. Yeah, and I don't know if you caught what uh, building they actually sent him through. It was a J.C. Penney's. Was it really? Yes, because when he comes out, he's uh, laying next to a hanger. Yes. An empty hanger. He picks it up and throws it with such velocity. Well, here's the thing about uh, hangers. Tell me. J.C. Penney's. A lot of stores use hangers. So it's not... But I could tell. I know a J.C. Penney's hanger when I... uh, when I see one, yeah, and how, that's do you, one. how do you know it though? Because I'm an avid shopper at JC Penney's. I know, but like, what's the key physical attribute to the hanger? Uh, wooden, wooden spread. I don't know what that part of the hanger is called, okay. but the thing that you would actually hang the article of clothing on with a nice, uh, intact steel beam, uh, a light beam, though. <laughs> don't know if that's the right terminology either. Running along that you could hang like pants and stuff on. Okay. Hey, Chad, okay, I dare you. I dare you to try and get out of a JCPenney with a hanger. They are like gold oh, to I that know, place. Yeah. Trust me. I mean, they're taking your item off the hanger before they even scan it, I promise you. Malls, you know? I haven't been in a while. Not been you to always, a mall. You will always have to go to a mall if you're a part of a wedding. For those of you that want to know... Really, get, what to, to go to like a this Joseph is what's all, banks? This is what's awesome about a mall, Ronnie. You get invited to it. Build you're like, bear. oh, of course, I'll, I'll go to a wedding. To the wedding, yeah. You sorry, not a mall. The wet. This is what's awesome about a wedding. You get invited to the wedding. You're sure, I'll be a part of your wedding. Well, you said of course first, and I just want the record to show that would never be my response to. Well, when I invite wedding. you to my wedding, if you don't say of course, I mean I'll go, but it'll be like this. It'll be like, yeah, I'll reluctantly go. I'm not gonna go. Of course, I'll go. And as soon as you say reluctantly, I'll be like, that's fine. You know what? You don't have to come. You don't have to come at all because Travis is the best man. But I literally, you get invited, you get a check in the, you get, you get a consent form in the mail that says, please sign this and pay $400 to rent a tuxedo for my wedding. <laughs> and then you go rent a tuxedo, spend all of that money, but you you go have a good time. So it's, it's worth it. But you do get to visit a mall and get like a men's warehouse tux, rented tuxedo. There you go. It's pretty awesome. It's now I can't wait for it. Looking forward to it. So Toto does pick up a coat hanger and, you know, imbues some cursed energy to it to then throw it, switch with it, and absolutely fuck this cretin up in one hit. Yeah, I love the uh, the indentation it leaves from where you punched it. Is it indentation or incantation? Indentation. Okay. Incantation is some. That's, that's some, some magic. That's some voodoo shit you're talking right. about right We're there. We're talking about magic. Indentation is like uh, something left when uh, Toto punches a baddie or I punch a wall after raging in a video game. Right. Little drywall. Yeah. Just a little piece that you have. <laughs> Makes you feel cool, man. But then oh, it you. Does. But when you know you're younger and you do it, you go, "Oh my god, my dad's gonna be so mad." Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, how do I hide this? How do I hide this? And when I throw my Guitar Hero guitars just through drywall. Yeah, and you immediately start trying to come up with, what's my excuse going to be? Right. I was picking up a chair. I was turning quickly. What, you want to hear an epic story real quick? Of course. And I'll make it super quick. Always. One time I was probably, let's say 15. Yeah. I had a phone. I broke the phone by punching it. Basically what had happened was, what had happened was, I was playing a video game. I got mad at it. I punched down like at the ground and my phone happened to be there mm-hmm. and it broke the phone. Wow. Because of my excessive force of my fist and strong arms. So I was a little nervous. I was like, shit, I just broke my phone. My parents are going to be livid, especially if it's over a video game. So I said, you know what? Let me pull a pro gamer move here. Basically what I did was, okay, I'm upstairs. I've got to go down the stairs what I could do is jog down the stairs like I'm like in a hurry and just throw my phone like I just dropped oh, it down wow. the stairs. So I was jogging down the stairs. I saw my father was uh, in the living room watching Andy Griffith uh, in his recliner. The new episode, huh? Yeah. And uh, it was black and white, of course, because when it became colored version, it was a terrible series. Everyone knows that. that. So I sprinted down the stairs, dropped my phone, but just slid it across the entire floor. <laughs> and it was so loud. It went so far and I go, Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He totally bought it. He totally bought it. Opie was buying a new fishing rod at the moment, and he totally bought it. And he was buying you a new phone. (laughs) He was. Oh, it was such a good move, and I'll, I, you know, I've got to tell him that story one of these days. Because he still doesn't know. He still does not. Yeah, know. that's a great story to tell him. Uh, I remember when I was 13 years old playing video games and playing like Madden or something, trying to play Madden on a 220 ping, and I believe it or not, I couldn't pull the game off. And in a fit of rage, I stood up and punched the drywall and left a, a dent in it. And at the time, I didn't realize, you know how drywall you can probably do that pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And you know when you're doing too mo- uh, too much, I remember like <laughs> in a moment of authenticity, looking at my hand like I just unlocked superpowers. I was like, whoa, I just punched I a hole in the that? wall. Good it thing was... you didn't hit a stud. Yeah, thank goodness. Because then that would have quickly then, I mean, made you realize you are not a stud. Well, yeah, I, yeah. Right. it could have damaged the structure of the house. So Toto, he kills this thing in one hit. He realizes that all of the energy was used for offense. And it's just a bunch of souls just burning through soul energy in that moment. Yeah, which goes back to, I guess we do kind of... Do you think that um, Mahito's actual body was the level two? Because if he miscalculated this, like... What maybe, are, maybe not. That's the, that's the thing. To... Is, yeah, I think he just kind of miscalculated this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they did have the offensive skills of something really high, but yeah, their defense was nothing. Anyway, I mean, these are a couple nice guys behind him that are just standing there waiting for him to turn around and be like, oh. Toto kisses his necklace and says, forgive me pitiful souls, and then we go into the OP. And I I just absolutely love Toto. He's great, man. I mean, for a guy that just, I thought was just, uh, I mean, he still is very comedy-based, but... He's just won me over in all aspects. Oh, my gosh. I have a name for him. Should I bring out that name right now? Whenever it feels right. Does it feel right? It doesn't feel right right now. I'll I'll bring it out here in a little bit. Okay. And I think it's a pretty good name. So we go back to Mojito gloating about getting Top Knot Gorilla away and now using more souls to 
snake after Yuji, mm-hmm. I guess you could call it. And I appreciate that all the souls, I like that they're different colors. You do like that? Yeah. What color just, would you be? I would be, I think I'd be a blue one. I like to be a I think you'd be like rainbow or blue something. Blue soul. Don't know, what you're tra- don't know what you're trying to say with that. I mean, I think he's got the colors that make up the rainbow. If you're trying to say that uh, the strength of my curse would make up, only be made yeah. up by multiple of them, then yeah, I agree. I would be rainbow. I think I'd just be like a boring green. That's probably what I would be. Well, everyone knows yellow is the most boring. Okay. So is that what you'd be? I mean, probably. Okay. Well, think better of yourself and keep going. So the OST in the background amps up causing chaos yuji he's surfing on these snakes i love Uh, the music dude so good before that just a cool thing that i want to shout out he picks up we've kind of seen it uh in the background for a lot of the shots of this episode it says like shibuya 109 it's like a big building in the background oh yeah he picks up that sign and throws it at one of the worms and like splits it in half so cool mojito then starts running after him but guess who's back toto's back and he's not surprised. He thinks about unleashing his domain, but the only problem is Sukuna. Well, and it's also Mahito's fault because Mahito throws Itadori like so, yeah, like two hundred so yards to right next to Toto. <laughs> <laughs> he like did all that trouble to gain distance from the two of them, and then he just threw him right back into it. He was like, "Oh, he's back already! Wow!" <laughs> but he thinks. Gojo taught him the 0.2 second rule. Okay, he thinks back to when Gojo did that with his domain. And then he starts to use his domain expansion, self-embodiment of perfection. That's when Toto instantly moves, activating the simple domain he learned directly from Yuki Tsukumo, Tsukumo, who was uh, the large-breasted woman that taught him and talked to Ghetto uh, mm-hmm. early this season. The only other special grade that just is nowhere to be found. She just doesn't join up on stuff. Now, you'll have to help me remember, but another reason I'm so impressed with Toto is like, because one, he does act quickly here. He's completely holding his own against Mahito. Like, the strongest curse we've seen him fight is he was part of the Hanami fight, yeah? Yes. So it's just like all these other guys that we've kind of seen fight for the most, but like the Nanamis, the Itadoris, the Meg, they've been in fights with like super curses like this before. But I felt like Toto, you know, even when they were fighting Hanami, there were so many people fighting Hanami at one time. But he's just like right there in it with Mahito. Dude, he's, in, yeah, he's insane. Mm-hmm. Because Mahito is on a. He's on a different level than even Hanami. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Like, Mahito is insane. He, I'm pretty sure they did establish kind of that he's out of all the curses. Well, I guess Jogo, if he would use his domain expansion too, Jogo would erect him. But Mahito at this point, especially we see a little bit later in the episode, kind of evolves to be probably the strongest curse out of all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he instantly moves using simple domain and... Yuji runs as fast as he can towards Mahito, but Mahito merged the activation of his domain expansion and his technique, okay. which is idle transfiguration. That is the technique he uses inside his domain expansion. He merges them to work directly at the same time. It's not, it's not like when Han- or, uh, yeah, sorry, when Nanami got brought into it, 
he didn't use his technique. He kind of held him in there and yes. was teasing him until he used it, but Yuji broke through. So, I mean, you did a good job explaining that because that was definitely one of the parts where I was like, okay, wait. I, w- I was too busy watching 500 hands sprout from Mahito that I forgot to yeah. read, and then I read it the second time and was like, okay. He's doing his domain expansion, but within the domain expansion, he's using his technique yeah. to attack. Correct. Okay. And it's a desperate gamble. He says, I take it I'm safe this time, Sukuna. As he then basically spawns in front of Sukuna uh, while looking at him. Sukuna right here just does not seem to care at all about this situation. What what did you make of this? Did he just not have enough time to really react since it is only a .2 second domain expansion? Um, No, it's just like even Mahito said it. He's saying, you know, I, I kill Itadori before you switch with him. Like, you've got... Sukuna's got plans on top of plans, so he's just, I think, enjoying all this going down, you know? <laughs> he's enjoying Yuji's suffering. Yeah, just the fact that Mahito got here. He already knows that he made Mahito a little bitch one time before. Yeah. So it's just like seeing him again and just... I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying good job. I'm not saying, yeah, you're right. I'm just going <laughs> to give you the most shit-eating grin yeah. And let you keep dealing with all this. Yeah, he talks about having a, some backup plan with Yuji. It then breaks. He gets out of the domain expansion. He then uses his idle transfiguration to just absolutely smash Toto's arm. But Toto, in the nick of time, thinking cuts, fast, cuts off his arm instantly. Amputates before, that bad boy. Oh. Before it can fully get to the rest of his body. That's like getting bit by like the a black mamba, the snake or whatever, and then yeah. just instantly being like, oh, I'm out in the middle of the desert. I've got to just cut my arm off yeah. before it spreads. Where everyone's instinct around you would be like, call 911, hurry, just like uh, wrap something around it. And then you just, you just nonchalantly grabbing a machete and just start going to town on yeah. it. And they're like, no! <laughs> So I think that's when it's time to finally call Toto his name. Okay. Because I I saw an epic tweet, and I put it on the Instagram story. People need to see it. But essentially the tweet just said, Toto has got the rawest form of autism that you can have. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Toto's name should be the Tism Schism. So was it when he uh, cut his arm, that was the the moment that that person captured for that. Well, no, no, no. It's a little bit later on. That would have been, I mean... This is a good moment, too, though. You have to have such high autism to be like, oh, I'm just going to cut my arm off right now. Without even thinking about it. Without thinking. It's one thing to be like, like, dealing with the fact in your head, like, I've got to do this or I'm dead, but to just, all right. And And what he says about his arm later on, too, is just the highest form of autism you can have. So he's now the Tism Schism, okay? The Tism Schism. And I, had to, schism. Look, yeah, I was... had to look up the definition of schism and tell me if this makes sense all at right. all. I'll let Let's you know. Schism definition. I thought you already looked it up. You A have... split or division. I'm already there because he just split his arm off. Between strongly opposed section or parties caused by differences in opinion or belief. <laughs> uh, Well, I think it worked better before you read the definition. <laughs> 
But I mean, he's split with Mojito right here. He just cuts his arm off. Okay, okay, so okay. So I'm but let me schism. Yeah, but yeah. let me teach you something about definitions, Chad. Just because you can connect one word in the definition with something that happened does not necessarily mean that those things can be okay, what applied about, to each other. Well, you know, I'll say this. No one likes Toto, not even Yuji, really. Think about that. That's oh, strong... he's won. He's won him over. You think he's won Yuji? Yeah, Yuji <laughs> likes him. Come on now. Okay, but no one else. Think about all of his classmates. They all are like, ah, oh, it's Toto. They all get annoyed with him. Fushi hates him. I mean, no one likes him. I, I mean, it, it. it breaks my heart because, like, yeah, we have not seen him in the show a ton, especially recently. So that is where everyone kind of stands with him, and I just want them to give him another shot. How awesome is it, though? I don't know if this is even a thing in most shows where almost every character in the show hates a character, but all of the fans love him. Everybody loves Toto that watches the show. Think about it that way. Is there a show that you know where ev pretty much every character in the show does not like the person, but all the fans love him? Well, you're really putting me on the spot, but I bet I could come up with one. Let's hear it. <clears throat> on the spot. Because I feel like there's not a single person that does not like Toto. Like a fan. <coughs> well, but see, it's also cheating because some people like Toto. Who? Itadori likes Toto. Well, we don't know that yet. He hasn't said it. I don't even think his master... I refuse to believe this. I refuse. He's too, you know, he's too <laughs> likable. Hey, you know what he would say? <clears throat> he's <clears throat> the ones that he cares for those are the only people that he cares about caring for him okay and there's he two there's that. two of those so if everyone else doesn't like him he doesn't he's not fighting for them uh but yeah mojito then runs up to him while this is happening saying a smart ass remark about him looking more fashionable without his arm sprints up goes to hit him with a black flash does hit him with a black flash but luckily Toto thinks again puts all of his cursed energy into his abs but it still kind of wrecks him and he starts puking up blood yeah and it looks I, bad it looks bad it does uh, I mean with an 8 pack like that I don't think he even needed to use curse energy I think it would have yeah, been the same effect chiseled absolutely yeah. chiseled so yeah, that's what Mojito does, though. He realizes, oh, well, you can't clap with one hand. It's not possible now. So he's... <laughs> Which is... I mean, I wasn't worried from a second. We've seen him clap in different ways. Yeah, I know. We have seen him clap in different ways. So, so that, I mean, Mojito, you're being dumb. But he knows he can't clap now. Like I just said, he sprints up. Toto's necklace breaks. Okay, we saw it, like, slowly starting to break earlier. It finally breaks, and the locket opens up. <laughs> And it is none other than Yuji, and please say her name properly so I don't say it wrong. Um, Takada-chan? Yeah. Takada-chan, Ta yes. Takada-chan, that's very good. And they were the ones in his necklace the entire <laughs> time. <laughs> I mean, what a reveal, because the way he keeps kissing this, or he kissed it earlier, and I was like, wait, does that have something to do with like his power? Why is he, what is that? And just the two of them. Well, I'll tell you the best part about it right now. The fact that it opens, and it's like he's got some sort of uh, magic on it, that when it does, it starts dazzling, and even Mahito's like, 
enamored by what is inside this yeah. locket. Like it completely distracts him. He's like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> oh my dude, when I saw that, I instantly was like, "Toto is 1000% my favorite character in the show. It will not change from here on out." And that's when we get the weeb music just playing in the background. The uh, this the tism schism fully comes out in full force here. I absolutely love it. Well, in his imagination, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't come out really anywhere. This is just in his own mind. Oh, it's so good. So, God, what did I call this? Yeah, Kawaii. We've got the Kawaii Japanese tunes playing of the the cute. What sounds like? What do you? What would you call that? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You know I, mean, I mean, Kawaii. I, that's uh, I don't know. I would call it Toto's imagination. But yeah, him and Takata Chun, they are just kicking Mahito's ass yep. in this imagination. In matching Sailor Moon outfits. Matching Sailor Moon outfits. with da- They're like dancing. They're almost doing dance moves while they do it. You dance fighting, of course. Yeah. She reaches and, out. Well, go ahead. No, go sorry. Ahead. No, please, you go ahead because I know what you're getting ready to say, and that's what I'm so respectful right here incoming. When she reaches out her hand to touch his. And they shake hands. And they shake hands, yeah. So respectful. Right. We love a respectful king. They shake hands and then we he comes back he snaps out of it and what is he doing? He is high fiving Mojito's hand in that moment. God. It's so so cool. The only way it would be better is right before they switch, he slaps the hand and goes, Gotcha. (laughs) And then boom, they swap. He swaps with Itadori, who's already amping up his black flash, absolutely destroys Mojito with it. And then we go back to Toto, whose hand is kind of burnt up here. Yeah. Not looking good. They did a really good job animating that. They did. It looked like he it looked like he got in a motorcycle accident and he reached his hand out on the asphalt while going sixty miles per hour and all of the skin just came off his hand and melted it away. Because obviously the clap was just I mean, as quick of a contact you can make with someone. Right. And just the way his hand, yeah, is like charred up, blistered, and ugh. Yeah. But yeah, he says he's leaving the rest to his brother, and then he passes out from the pain. Okay, we know he's he's obviously in a lot of pain. He doesn't have an arm. His hand is burnt. So Mojito gets sent flying back. He's not looking good. He complains about the black flash, but he's finally reached his form, fully formed soul that he's been he's been talking about this for two seasons now. Every time he's gotten in a fight, he's like, oh, I can feel it. I'm almost at my full soul potential. Yeah, so was this just like a waiting game? Were we just waiting for time well, to pass or it's just every it's just like the fact that he's using black flash now. He's yeah. like learning while because I think it was Nanami the first season talked about how Mahito is still like a child. <clears throat> yeah. He's such a new curse. He's like if we don't get rid of this thing soon, he's going to be a damn problem. I and mean, that's what he's already turned into in a matter of what, like a year maybe in this time. Yeah. So I, I guess I couldn't figure out like, cause I kept feeling like, okay, he's getting weaker. He's getting weaker. Like the last episode, he said he was at 40% because he split him, his soul up and you know, we got the one, but then I was like, okay, is if he's like a human curse, he's been learning this whole time. Is Itadori doing these black flashes? Is that teaching him? Teaching him and like f- getting That's him to scary. maturity? Or is it just like a complete like 
He's well, that's charging what I, up or something. I didn't. That's know. what I feel like. He, he. I think he says he. F- he finally found the true essence of his soul. So he's like, he's doing all this stuff and not even really grasping his full power. I guess you could call it. Okay. Like it's like me when I'm like, with my jump shot. Like I'm. I'm kind of. No, go ahead. Keep going. I like where this is going. I'm sure, this won't be lame at all. I go. I'm shooting my shot and. I'm kind of thinking about it too much. I'm like, I'm trying to find it. It's right there. And then I finally just get to the point where it becomes a sixth sense. And I jump, shoot the ball without even thinking. And it obviously goes straight through the hoop. Wow, I have found my the true essence of my soul, sold jump shot. Okay. And that's just, it's just like an automatic brain response. With that being said, if anyone's interested in uh, catching some of Chad's Adult basketball games, hit him up. I'm sure he'll give you an address. If you can get a ticket, they're pretty packed. <laughs> pretty packed events. He then transforms into instant spirit. Hold on, sorry. <laughs> he breaks his out name, of a cocoon. Awesome. He breaks out of a cocoon. Okay, all before we get into that, all of these, there's got to be something with cursed, just curses, cursed energy, where they all look similar because the cursed wombs looked like this. Mahito now looks like it. Hanami looked like it, and even General Mahagora. You're talking about when he comes out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They all have this similar look, Mm -hmm. which is like, I feel like it's a cursed devil. Yeah. I. uh, I likened it. What was the guy's name that Megami uh, summoned? Yeah, the general. Yeah. What. They look like Mahagora or something. They got like some sort of look like the clickers from The Last of Us. Where they don't have eyes, right. and it's like a fungal thing growing out of their head. So he transforms into instant spirit body of distorted killing. Uh, okay. Some of these names. <laughs> I mean, when you hear that, and you can't help but go, uh-oh. <laughs> so they... Uh, now, and that's another thing. Do you think that that just like came to him on the spot, or has he been know. thinking about that since he's been alive? He's like, okay, when I reach my full potential... What is a cool, definitely not over-the-top name I will call myself? I mean, could you imagine if Toto could do this stuff with his tism? He would be coming up with the sickest names. He would. But yeah, he looks fucking insane. They they start walking towards each other. Then they start running. He says it's a happy birthday. That's a little... that That's creepy. If something says that, I would run. I wouldn't be running towards him. I'd be <laughs> running the other way. Yeah, that was another thing where I was like, okay, well, do you know how birthdays work? Are you saying like you're now born, born born for the first time and this is your zero, like actual happy birthday? Well, that's what I said when I made my first jump shot that felt Dude, automatic. You got to quit talking about your jump shot. <laughs> this is a happy birthday. <laughs> when you mastered the J. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Yuji, though, they're just destined to fight. Yuji hits him pretty hard, but then realizes that his armor is even harder than Chozo's blood armor. Ugh. Which is like, we know how that fight with Chozo went. Where is Chozo, by the way? Just hanging around. I feel, Still having a mental crisis? Yeah, just having the worst migraine you've ever experienced in your life. Yuji gets gashed up multiple times. They're just fight. I mean, the fighting here is obviously insane. I he's don't even being, know what else to say about it. He's being so uh, Chozo's being so brainwashed by Itadori being in his uh, his vision that he is getting ready to come out and just 
be the ultimate teammate to him. Dude, how awesome would it be if the brothers, he joined the brother squad, yeah. and it's just him, Toto. and The most you. unlikely brother. Yeah. Every episode that's been going on is 27 years of fake memories are planted into Chozo's minds of just memories with Itadori. That's awesome. He then, they, yeah, they keep fighting. He hits him into a sewer system, and Yuji gets a cut on his cheek where you can Ooh. see his teeth like it's a colossal type yes. almost. Yes. Those always freak me out. Those are just weird. I'm sure it doesn't even hurt that bad, but it's just so weird. Okay, looking. let's try it for you. I'm sure it doesn't hurt that bad. Hey, compared, you ever... compared to like a broken arm or a, la- a full-on laceration around your wrist or on... That cut is not that bad. It just looks bad. You ever had a canker sore? <laughs> I oh, have, but I sometimes imagine, I'm like, I should cut this thing open. Yeah, imagine better. blowing out your whole cheek. Oh, I've I've had my cheeks blown out, if you know what I mean. But oh, one second, I'm thinking about that. Okay, moving on. <laughs> we'll we'll just let the audience decide what that means because i don't it's obviously when you put a pop bunch rocks of in gum, there yes pop rocks and a bunch of gum in your mouth and see how many you can fit in there gotcha and peeps idiot peeps yes the don't peep put challenge ah uh, peeps now what a ridiculous treat what peeps oh yeah yeah oh it's a mar- it's a marshmallow with gross sprinklings on it You'll never catch me dead eating a peep. Well, how about Yuji's, uh, the laceration, obviously. It just makes him look cool, though. It makes him look tough. It makes him look like a bad guy. That's the thing about that. You can't have half your cheek missing where you can see teeth, where you don't usually see teeth, without looking like a bad guy. But it makes you look tough. A tough bad guy. Yeah, I mean, if you keep fighting, it definitely makes you look tough. I won't argue with you there. Um, he then thinks about how no user can use a black flash at will, but he's about to. Or is that Mahito saying, I think he's about to? Yeah, he Mahito has the feeling that Itadori can for some reason. Just because he just seems like it? He's been fighting so good, he's like, oh shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's just like the fact that, I mean, I this fight's been going on for so long, I couldn't even tell you how many uh, Yuji's already thrown at him. And then I don't know if this was also some sort of commentary on just how much uh, Mahito has like learned and transformed into a, you know this other being that he can just he's got a sense for this stuff. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Mahito then talks about how he him using domain expansion even for that short a time and then getting hit by a black flash immediately afterwards. Has really like taken a toll on him. I mean, we know the domain expansion. You it makes you use a lot of cursed energy, but and the, honestly, I don't even really believe him when he says that. When he says that, I think, oh yeah, it's really taking a toll on you so much that you've evolved into a different Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, this is a cool Pokemon, by the way. I mean, the yeah, because at first I was like, um, got like the swords sticking out of his elbows. That seems kind of pointless. But then he does at one point he does like a move where he punches like across his body and then follows it up with his elbow and it's like a secondary punch. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, yeah, that would actually be horrifying. 
If you like block because, a punch and then right even behind he, the punch is like a, a sword coming at you. Yeah, or even if you dodge it. Imagine a dodging to the left from a right hook. Yeah, that you, sword is coming right at your face. Yeah, you got to dodge for like half a second longer than usual. Yeah. Because there's also a sword being followed up. Right. And, and you don't want to stand back up into that. But yeah, Itadori, he's leveling up too. They both go in for a punch. Yuji hits him with a time lag of Black Flash. And I, they've talked about that before, how Yuji kind of has that like uh, lag effect with his curse shots. He's got that 220 ping I was talking about earlier. Yeah, right. But he then gets desperate. He does another one of those elbow machetes. But then we hear, which is the quote of the day from Chad Chart. Quote of the week. The Tism Schism himself say, Cursed spirit, there's no way you don't understand this. Arms are just decorations. <laughs> the act of applause is an acclamation of the soul. He then claps his hand to his lopped off arm and nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to, I mean, I think I know what your vote's going to be, but to cover another podcast that we've been talking, or another show we've been talking about, who dealt better uh, losing part of their body that they had had for 15 plus years, Thorkel or Toto, and just acted more cool about just losing something that they've had for yeah. so long and just immediately keeping going forward. Yeah, for so long. Do you know how long I would stay in my bed if I lost my hand? How long? At least three weeks. Well, it, that's because you don't know that arms, just are, ex- arms are merely decorations. Yeah, I've never thought about it, about it that way. I mean, that is the most autistic thing you could say in this moment. That's why I love it. I love it, love it, love it. But it was a distraction because Boogie Woogie is already dead. And this works perfect. When you switch around that many times, why would he not expect to switch a switcheroo right here? But Mahito then gets shocked that he doesn't switch with anything. And Yuji comes in, hits him with the heaviest black flash you can think of. Sending him absolutely flying. Did you mention um, Mahito's like mask, like chipping away? Oh, I did not. To where like you can see his eyes. It's just so crazy. Like at one point, I mean, obviously they're all beat up, but uh, Mahito and Itadori are fighting each other, and they just look like they almost look unrecognizable. Yeah, because Mahito's face has obviously done some. Weird stuff when he transformed, and then with Itadori's mouth situation and everything. <coughs> Salut. Thank you. Mahito, Mahito tries puking up humans again, but he has none left. He can't do it. Yep. He ha! Can't. A few episodes ago, I've got more than enough. I'll be fine. Yuji admits that he is him. He wanted to pretend he wasn't, but he'll just kill him even if he's born again. Which, your note made sense, but also since that is like a, like, I am oh, yeah. him. He is him. <laughs> I am him. <laughs> he's saying, I am you, Mahito. Yeah. Like, he's not going, oh, I am him, yeah. but bitch. And he's saying, if you're born again, I'll just kill you. I'll kill you again and again as many times as I need to. And this is when Mahito starts shitting his pants because he realizes his whole charade, his whole charade is over. And that was my quote of the week by Itadori saying that whole little spiel. Oh, God. Because it's like, 
think about all the crap this guy's gone through the past few episodes, and he's here. He is planting his feet on top, the victor, and he's like, "I'll fucking do this all day. I'll, I'll do, do it. it all day. I'll do it the rest of my life, bitch." Yep, he even admits this is his role in the war: is to just continuously kill Mahito, keep killing curses. Doesn't matter what happens besides that. He's just got to keep doing it. And I just realized on rewatch. So before, correct me if I'm wrong, Itadori's cheek, it was just there was a hole, right? Right. So at some point in the fight, the like the remaining part of his mouth that allowed it for be a hole rips too, and so now his whole mouth just goes deeper wow, down. I didn't see that. I yeah, didn't I just saw it. it. But then it becomes snowy. We're now in a forest where we have Mahito with a bunch of rabbits running and then Yuji with wolves coming after him. So the hunter has now become the huntee. This was another part of that threw me because I was just like, okay, wait, is this just like... Right. Are they actual wolves or are they just trying to be artsy as hell right now? It just felt like I was in lit class. Yeah. I'm like, God, am I, I'm getting ready to type a 500-page essay. Yeah. About right, right. the symbolism of Itadori becoming the white wolf. Mahito breaks down, and then he looks out down at his leg, and he's got a broken leg, and he can't even heal it because he's so fricked up. Right I, and I also just love, back to kind of Mahito's human form, the way they make him look so frail and weak. Yeah. And honestly, just like the weakest curse we've seen thus far was just... Another good, awesome yeah, animation I mean, thing. Nobody deserves it more than Mahito to yeah. get his fucking ass beat. Screw this guy. Yuji looks over him like a total badass. Mahito can't even speak. He's throwing snowballs at him, and then we come <laughs> come back to the, the real world, and it's just dirt that he's throwing at Yuji. It's so pathetic. Yeah. Unbelievably pathetic. After everything we've seen him do, this is what he's, it's come to. Yuji kicks him. He goes for a punch, misses. I don't know if he purposely does this or what, but then he kicks him, and Mahito starts crawling away. But what do we see? We see socks and sandals right at his face. Oh. And then we look up, and it's he He basically squeals, Ghetto, because he's so injured. Yeah. And Ghetto says, Shall I save you, Mahito? End why did episode. why did ghetto just become mexican shall, shall i save you hombre <laughs> i don't know why i said it like you've that. been practicing your spanish and you've been using your uh mexican accent a lot uh what the hell just happened here what so what do you think is about to happen i think there's two options here one of them one of them could get really spicy one of the options could get really spicy mm-hmm I think this is actually the more I, the more I think about it, the way that Fake Ghetto says this at the end, very snarky, very condescending. I think I know exactly what's about to happen. All right, lay out your two options. I think one option, he saves him. I think that's the most likely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I think uh, that's the most unlikely option. Okay. The second option. He uses Ghetto's curse technique, devours him, and now he's got Mahito as a curse to fight. Okay. I think that's the most likely option. And Mahito, I don't know if Mahito will stay Mahito or if it's more so like a like a robot curse. Like 
That I mean, that's a good idea for you. Can I put myself out there as saying I don't want him to do that? But that's just okay. because I'm a ghetto fanboy and I want to see him fight with ghetto's power. That is ghetto's power, isn't it? He absorbs all the curses and then fights people that way. I well, wait, wait. Are you which way are you saying? Are you saying that he? No, ghetto is gonna is going to like eat mojito, and then that's gonna be another stockpile of like curses. Oh, moves, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I thought you were saying like it was gonna be a brain transplant. Since brain, no, 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 is... no. He's gonna use like ghetto's curse technique where he like take puts him into a ball and eats him. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and now he's now he's gonna be able to fight with whatever moves mojito has. So he's got like all this different stuff where he can okay. just. I see. Now yeah. uh, tell me how this happened. How how, how did ghetto get here? What what happened here? Don't make me say that, man. One of my two of my favorite characters might be dead. Yeah, I mean, tell me. Go ahead, say it to me. What I think happened was May May. May May won the fight, but no, no, no. Wee Wee won the fight, but May May got in the way. And then what happened? All right, May May and Wee Wee got their ass kicked. Oh, 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 He's right there. So you think he's still just standing there and then they just... Yeah, he's standing right there. It shows it. He's just watching. He looks up and he's like, what the hell? Because if you think about it, Itadori doesn't know uh, Ghetto or... He has no idea who that guy is. Unless... Did Mechamaru tell him that? I don't know if Mechamaru... Mechamaru might have told him that, but... Okay, I guess it's just because they're never... Yeah, they're never in the shot together that it just like threw me. Cause yeah, I, I'm pretty sure literally Itadori is about to kill Mahito right here, and then well, it, Ghetto just walks up. Yeah, yeah. but the, so I was confused one one because we were half in a blizzard, half not in one, and then he's crawling up. He looks up, and it does show Itadori kind of just like blankly staring straight. So I'm assuming he saw him, but of course I was also just like, what sorcery just happened? So on the first watch, I was pissed about this. I because was like, are you fucking kidding me? Mahito's gonna live. Then I thought about it. I on the second watch, the way that Ghetto says that is in such an evil, evil way where he is about to kill Mahito by in quotation saving him, basically just absorbing him and being like, I've got your powers. Well, you know me, I've gotta be the guy. I am still pissed that that happens because after all this fight, after all this hard work. Yeah, Itadori did the thing where he just casually walked, did a walking pace to him the whole time for the past 70 strides instead of just killing him. And now Ghetto's going to scoop him up right at the end and we're going to have to keep Dude, dealing with these powers. It just feels like he never gets a win, Itadori. Hey, will someone die in this show? <laughs> the first time we think they're going to die? Yeah, before we know it, Nanami's going to walk up and like start fighting with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You really um, saw him blow up. If they really did, just like, if they're gonna just casually be like, oh yeah, by the way, get to completely wrecked, May May and Wee Wee. That's I hilarious. Will, I will be the happiest camper ever. <laughs> what if? What if that's the case? Because you, would you be mad that you didn't get to see them? Not die? at all. Not at all. Because if I, if you're telling me I never have to see Wee Wee again, and outside of a flashback of him getting wrecked, I would be like, well done, show. 
But yeah, you guys keep faking me out with deaths, but that is well done. Because the past, I I mean, how long ago was that? Eight episodes yeah. at this point? The whole time I keep going, well, we'll probably go, I think my prediction for half the episodes have been, well, we'll probably go back to Wee Wee and May May here pretty soon, and we'll see what's going on over there. And then we just have never done that. Um, It's interesting that Mojito and them call him Ghetto, too. Do they not know who he actually is? Yeah. He mu- I mean, this guy, I guess he's just so secretive that he doesn't even tell them who he is. Unless he just goes by ghetto now. I don't know. Well, yeah, that could be it, too, where he just, like, they might know some businesses afoot, but they just he doesn't tell them their real name, and he just... Wait, is he supposed... Such, such a good actor. Yeah, is he supposed to be a curse or a cursed user that's just able to do this? Brainiac? Yeah. Is he a curse or a curse user? That's the question. Yeah. He's got to be. Well, he's on the curse side. He's got to be a curse, right? Well, yeah, because he's not. I don't know if you've seen this part. He's just a brain. Yeah, but I didn't know if that was like somebody's. Somebody had that curse technique when they died to be able to. To just start be a brain. Switching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a shit. I mean, shit just, way to do it. Yeah, just see him walking around street in his real form. He's just a brain, really. Just step on him. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Curse, but I don't know. Who am I? Okay. I'm just a guy. Interesting. Wow. End of episode. Another good episode. So two more. Is that right? Didn't you say 23? I don't know. 23 or 24. I could... I'm not exactly sure. All right. He's completely backed down after what he told us last week. That's fine. We will continue to cover it until the show is off the air. You got anything else? I think that about covers it. Cool. Click on the uh, all my links below. Follow us everywhere. Uh, engage with all of our content, and we would be just so grateful. And I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.